You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. Welcome to summer, a great time for vacations, spending time at the cottage, and enjoying some relaxation time. It's a good time as well to be talking with your family about a life plan, build a consensus, and then call Macmillan Estate Planning at 403-266-6464. Life planning brings peace of mind. It puts a plan in place to deal with the what-ifs that life delivers. Give yourself the freedom to enjoy the summer, knowing you've got a plan in place in case something happens. When you're ready, call Macmillan Estate Planning at 403-266-6464 and have a great summer season. Wayne Nelson back with you on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR. Doing what you can to make sure your will stands up in court. Joining me today to discuss what you need to know is Macmillan Estate Planning Legal Counsel, Henry Villanueva. Now, Henry, just before the break, we're talking about a recent B.C. Supreme Court decision. Last month, as a matter of fact, the court overturned a will which had been created by a couple from India. They had moved to B.C. in 1964. During their lifetime, they accumulated a $9 million fortune, but they only uh, dispensed $150,000 each to their four daughters, while their two sons got $4.2 million each, or the residual of the, uh, of the estate. Let's talk about the analysis of mm-hmm. what the Supreme Court decided. So the Supreme Court, of course, uh, has the ability to in a way look at an individual's will and make sure that there's reasonableness. In particular, the BC Wills Variation Act allows judges to change a will to make sure it is adequate, just, and equitable according to the testators or the deceased spouse and children. Now, this is important to note that BC is the only province in Canada that has this legislation in place. That's right. It's a BC legislation. It is not something uh, across the board here. And again, Alberta does not have this Variations Act, but we learn from lessons from these other provinces. And it is prudent for us to uh, make precautionary measures to prevent a situation like this from happening. Certainly. So the decision, uh, there was a number of factors. Uh, If this was mom and dad's entire fortune that mom and dad had created during their lifetime and the children had no part of it, then the sisters probably wouldn't have a claim for increased compensation, right? That's correct. Again, one of the main reasons why uh, the ladies were really adamant about this claim is because they put their life into it as well. It's not just that they were discriminated and not the favorites of the family because of the tradition. It was because After going to school, they worked on the farm. On the weekends when they had time, they were expected to work on the farm. In times when the farm's financials were not performing as well as they hoped, they were expected to contribute their money into the farm. So in a way, it's not just mom and dad's business. It's more of a family business. And there is more at stake here and not just mom and dad's assets. Now, before the break, you'd mentioned that that Terry, who was named the executor, was sworn to secrecy when the will was being drafted. Was that also another factor in the decision? It is a factor as well. And, you know, when 
individuals draft wills, it is of course their private document and they are free to share it with whoever they please. And, you know, Terry is just a son and he's just abiding by what mom and dad want, but he did give an effort to uh, tell them that, you know, this may not be fair. This, you know, is this what you really want for the, the girls? And mom and dad did take note of that, but it's really that firm Sikh customs and traditions. Now, there are other issues at play here as well. Mm-hmm. At the outset, I said, this hardly sounds fair, does it? But again, a will doesn't necessarily have to be fair in order to be upheld in court. That's true. And we do a lot of discussions with families on this topic. We talk about the concept of fair and equal. Equal does not necessarily mean fair and fair does not necessarily mean equal. And this is an excellent example of that case. Uh, But also... In regard to the Supreme Court's analysis, we also have to consider that they talked about certain gifts and benefits given outside of the will. While uh, mom and dad lit were alive, they had given to their children quite a couple of gifts during their lifetime. And uh, the courts took note of these gifts. Okay, And of note was the gifts were, of course, as well, inequitable. There were more gifts to the men than to the women. And again, that's by tradition. So that was also taken into consideration in, in, in this particular case. Uh, the parents also had their own reasons, Wayne. And again, we respect each other's uh, beliefs and preferences. And if I want to give to A instead of B, I should be able to do that. Sure. But again, this has to be taken in light of of society and in light of what is actually considered adequate, just and equitable again. So this would have been considered an outdated cultural tradition Mm -hmm. in the eyes of the law in this case. Correct. And just taking from what the ladies said in their statement, they effectively said that they were discriminated and effectively disinherited by such a will. And that's a very strong statement, but there is some truth into that. Discriminated because of what? Culture, because of their gender, and because of that discrimination, effectively disinheriting them from mom and dad's estate. Because if they just received $150,000, that is pretty nominal compared to the total value of $9.3 million. Personal contributions. Contributions to the estate, or rather to the farm, uh, those are of note Definitely, because in this case, they, the ladies did not only do chores at home, right? They also basically gave their time, invested their own money, invested their own effort and energy into the business. So it is not actually just mom and dad's business. It is theirs as well. And when we look at the estate, what is the estate composed of? What are we fighting over here? We're fighting over a Vancouver home. And we're fighting over a huge Camby Road farm, okay? And again, mom and dad are in their 80s. So even if they were in their 70s and 80s, they could not have kept the Camby farm by themselves. So even without any discussion, it's pretty clear that the family had to chip in. And from the evidence in the witness statements, that was pretty clear. This isn't your usual case. Mm -hmm. It's somewhat complicated by the cultural traditions, by the 
situation, the, the circumstance of this where the girls contributed their own blood, sweat, tears, and money to mm-hmm. the success of this farm. So what lessons are we giving here in Alberta to Macmillan Estate clients or to anyone, Henry, who is preparing a last will and testament? So I want to be clear. Parents can still disinherit a child, okay? So I'm not disencouraging anyone, but I'm not encouraging that anyway as well. But before we think about something as firm as that, I always have discussions with the families on taking a step back. You know that saying that says, let's sleep on it? Well, in this case, I tell my families that let's sleep on it for a bit because it will have a big impact. But in cases where we have assisted families in doing that, and that is their wish, what we do is we make sure we put in safeguards in their wills that you know minimize the risk of something like this litigation happening. So you would have to have some specifics. This is why we're doing this, children. This is what we have done for these reasons. You have to be very specific and very clear. Correct. We, we build in a lot of those clauses in the will, and we have supporting documents as well uh, to bolster that. Uh, we write letter of wishes. We build them into the distribution clauses. And um, we even sometimes have the kids acknowledge. Okay? I'll give you an example just to make this more realistic. We have quite a bit of families who have assisted their children in various ways. And some have given huge gifts to their kids okay? to the extent that it has compromised the estate of mom and dad. Uh, and if they give the balance of their estate equally to their children, then everybody, all of the kids would have suffered because they had to help that one child so immensely while they were alive. So in that case, we write down in the will that this is an acknowledgement that one of the children received their share already because they really, really, really needed it. And because of those reasons, and we spit it all out there, uh, his share of the inheritance from mom and dad is significantly reduced compared to the other siblings. So there is that documentation. Unlike the Queen of Mean, Leona Helmsley, who had left a good portion of her estate to a trust, but didn't put specific instructions within that trust. There was no supporting documentation within the trust as to what her intentions were, and that's why that particular case got drawn out in the courts. Mm-hmm, that's right. So you're doing everything that you can to prevent that future possible legal challenge. And we even have the kid acknowledge. The kid acknowledges in writing that they did receive, and it's similar to like a receipt. I do acknowledge that I received $2.3 million from mom and dad, and because of this, uh, I understand that uh, uh, my share in the inheritance may be significantly reduced compared to my other siblings. Some good things to take note of. My guest today, Macmillan Estate Planning Legal Counsel Henry Villanueva. We've been talking about some of those things that you need to know about making sure your last wishes are known and that your will stands up in court. The questions, considerations, and issues about this topic that will need to be addressed when preparing your estate. If you'd like to know more, contact Macmillan Estate Planning. The number is 403-266-6464 during weekday business hours or visit their website at macmillanestate.com. I'm Wayne Nelson. Thanks for joining us on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.